Hello and welcome to the Raw Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our stream shows from Twitch. You can always find our Twitch schedule at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. You can also find all of our previous shows on podcast or YouTube by searching RollTogetherRPG. These podcasts are sponsored by Phoenix Dice and supported by Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms as well as Bearded Ladies. Links to them will be in the description. Please do leave a review and thank you for joining us. Hello everybody and welcome to Doroni's Echo. I'm Michael, he, him, and I'll be your dungeon master. A story of mysteries and shadows. Our brave party embarks on a quest in, and maybe even beyond, the walls of Dreadstone. Will they unravel the arcane enigma that binds them to unseen forces? Every role shapes tonight's tale in a dance of shadows and eldritch whispers. Let's meet the players. Hi, I'm Nat. I use she, her pronouns, as does my character, Dr. Elleth Nora Dorani. Hi, uh, my name is Tom. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Amaris. Amaris Giftig, uh, she, her. Hi, my name's uh, Talia. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing uh, Zin Moira Lathram. She, they. Hi, I'm Sean, he, him, and I will be playing Zirius Serene Potent Worm, also he, him. And welcome back. So, let's start this off. For centuries, Dreadstone Wall has stood as a formidable bastion against the tides of darkness that once threatened to consume the surrounding lands. Its origins trace back to a time when a mysterious plague swept through the land outside of the cavern it originated from leaving devastation in its wake. Now, the story of how the land was saved may come up, may not, but we're going to fast forward quite a few centuries. The heroes of the past are gonna be forgotten about for now, because we've got heroes now. Dreadstone Wall stands red salute. It's ancient stones bearing a battle of survival. Huge braziers flicker, casting shadows on worn, battered cavern walls. The air is thick with the stench of decay, as undead hordes surge relentlessly, their moans reverberating through the cavern and creating an unending underground expanse of noise and racketeering. The steel the clash of steel and the crackling of arcane energy mingle in a cacophony, roaring of defiance from the walls is where we're going to find our players. And everybody roll a d20. I feel like that's the easiest way. I feel like this is a great time to be like cue epic music as well. <laughs> Go bolts, make it so. <laughs> I hope this is the, isn't the only one I get. Uh, I got a natural 20. Oh, what fantastic start. I got the complete reverse, so I know I'm going last. Guess who critted going first to tell my name? <laughs> I get to talk about my characters. Uh, I got a 19. 19? Yeah. And a five. And a five. So, um, Sean, mm -hmm. why don't you lead us off? 
Okie dokie. So, um, my character is Zirius Serene Potent Worm. Um, he is a, um, a dragonborn with, um, kind of orangey, um, brownish scales. Um, it kind of, um, and I'm not going to be able to say the name of the, uh, the, the, the creature that I've based this off of, uh, Parasaurolophus. Parasaurolophus. It's a dinosaur with the big kind of horn at the back. Um, so yeah, not, not so much dragon horns, you know, that sort of thing. Just one big one coming out the back of his head. Um, he's dressed in, um, green, um, power armor that, um, it's kind of got like nooks and divots that look like different things can kind of connect into it almost like it's a a work in progress sort of thing just like um plugs whatever into that that he likes um and um i think uh we we're in the thick of it did did, did you want us to to place ourselves somewhere or is that coming later yeah so for everybody at home i don't know right now how we're going to do it but there probably is going to be either a linking chat or um on the screen of um a map that we can all reference or fancy bebobby bebeeps up above somewhere or in chat um that you're you're all welcome to look at and follow along um but that's sort of what the player is going to be using to at this certain point reference where they are um so yes absolutely you may um tell us where you are um on the map um, okay and go through have a little I'll tell you what it's all about and you can tell me what you're doing i think in all likelihood i would probably be at the depths ward tower um like supporting the uh the people who are on the ballistae there uh just mainly because that is the one with the um closest stairs from the library um so probably would have been um just studying the the various tomes in the uh in in the uh stronghold um the, the alarm calls went out to say that uh you know we were under attack pegged it to the nearest tower to start um raining down some ire well, that's me absolutely would you make me a history check for me oh i would love to make history check i'm going to use this dice as well um my new dice oh it's rolling well today that's uh, an 18. an 18. um so some things you would know about the tower um mm. is the tower is um said to house a network of tunnels between um most of the towers um it's quite i mean picture um like the uh, really thin, um, quite cl enclosed um, tunnels of like the uh, crypts in Paris or um, sort of other places of a similar, where it's all very um, networky and um, thin and it's a bit labyrinthine. Um, but it has been known by um, certainly Lyra Love, who is the captain of this tower, um, to be used very cleverly um, in strategic movements of her soldiers um mainly archers and things like that um but whether you use that now or you remember that for later um that's a little piece of information so let's go into a bit more detail of exactly what you're doing 
Um, you're raining down fire, but I'd like to see what you're doing and maybe we could figure out how well you're doing it. Uh, it's probably more kind of um, thunder and lightning that uh, I'm raining down rather than uh, fire as such. But um, yeah, just kind of... Um, if if anything gets too close, or manages to scale a tower, I'll be like using some some thunderclaps to to smack them off. I, I don't imagine by this point I've I've gotten too. Um... How how long have we been fighting? So uh, probably at this point, maybe a couple of hours. Oh bloody hell! Um, okay. The now when when we call, when we say hard, this is like an ocean of a. Mm. It's a constant influx. Um, it's like like waves that just keep consistently hitting at the wall. Um, so being smart about your resources, how much you use, how little you use, is is would be very clever. Mm. So sort of being steady way is certainly a very smart tactic, but it's totally up to you at this point. You are. Um, do you want to give me? Let's let's have an in uh, perception check as well at this point. Oof. Okay. Uh. Oh no, I've dropped my dice. I'm going to have oh. to use someone else. Cursed now. I was doing well, uh, but now it's cursed forever. No, I've just found it. It just rolled off my pen. Oh, perception. I just realised I didn't add anything to my history roll. I'm just so used to D&D Beyond doing things like that. So that was actually a 27, but you know, hey-ho. Oh, wow. 17. Uh, for the... A 27, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know everything about this tower. Normally, I'm, I'm rolling on D&D Beyond, but I was like, I've got exciting purple new dice, so I'm using that. Um, My new dice are purple as well. Ooh. Dice twins. Dice twins. You would most definitely know that the main points of contact um, that the Depth Squad Tower has um, is, it. you will have travelled these as well with a 27, is mm -hmm. there is definite... Um, marked trails through the tunnels to the Vigil Tower and to the Subterra Tower. <laughs> so you know for a fact and you know the pathway to get there that if you enter down into the tunnels you know how to get to those two towers. The Terror Tower. Not the Terror Terror. Terror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> I don't feel <laughs> And everyone goes back to Alton Towers. I was going to say, we've established the existence of theme parks. We've just got one running in the corner going, look, zombies are coming. Like, shh, wee. Bad. Um, it's more like cool. it's a, oh my. <laughs> it's amazing what uh, an, an extra hour's worth of pondering on it while smacking, presumably, undead does. Um, yeah, oh, in, in that case, I, th I think he's, he's not really kind of gotten too up close and personal like he's been throwing spells from a, a distance but he's definitely like getting fatigued by this point because he's not you know he's an academic he's not the the uh got the stamina really for uh for keeping up that long he's he's probably had to go down and you know uh just just have have a quiet sit down a couple of times just to just to recharge um, I just immediately pictured you going down, running into the pub, downing a pint, and going back up onto the top. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. Um, do you want to give me? Let uh, we couldn't inform inform sort of what how we are feeling about how well it's going. Give me three straight d twenties. Same dice or different dice? 
uh, uh, three different dice. It's fine. Right. Oof. Right. Well, I rolled a fourteen, a sixteen, 16. and a five. Five. That's a pretty, even though the five, five spring it down, you still got a pretty solid average there. Um, so you are being pretty heftily effective. In fact, at this point, um, Captain Lyra, um, she sort of turns and gives you a nod and begins to sort of reassign archers to other towers. And you see them drop down this, um, it's almost like a, a fire, um, firefighter's pole, but it's a, it's like a, a vine that they jump and slide down and they disappear down into the caverns and begin to disperse themselves as you're just sort of consistently keeping them away from the tower anything that's going you're just sort of you're just on it um brilliant uh who was next uh amaryllis i do believe with a 19. Uh... where is she uh she is on the marshall's tower uh Bless her heart, right in the middle <laughs> of basically the uh, the communications outlet. Um, yes, I'll I'll tell you what she's doing first, and then I'll describe Amorous for those of you who don't know. Uh, she is with the marshals who are helping organise it, and she's basically on communications details. So it's a lot of her jumping up, over, like leaning over the balustrades, pointing, casting message to one of the towers ducking down and then sort of poking her head up and go, oh, they need reinforcements. <laughs> and then just like, just trying to like flag someone down and go, and then eventually going, reinforcements, there! And then like, yeah, I'm doing a good job. Um, for those of you who haven't had the absolute honor of meeting Amaryllis, um, she is uh, five foot. Uh, again, talking about theme parks, canonically too small to ride on on the big rides at theme parks, as we found out in Monster Hunters 2. Uh, it's been a couple of years since we've seen her. She's actually graduated from her college uh, in uh, creative writing. I don't know if that ever came up, but she wanted to She wanted to write novels, but no. Uh, she's a... Uh, and part of the reason she didn't get to really use her skills is she's a haggling. She's the child of, a, of two hags who, weirdly, were in love so for all the normal sort of hag stuff, she's actually, in their mind, a very wholesome, friendly family who are like, yeah, you go, you go make lovely deals. Amaryllis stole the grimoire of her family and then turned out most of it was necromantic. Um, <laughs> she's destroyed that, uh, so that's not going to be a problem anymore. She's not a necromancer, no, no, no. Uh, so yes, she's uh, five foot, uh, green, uh, large ears, her horns, which used to sort of curve up on each other, she went and talked to someone, sort of cut them back down. So now she can wear hats, which is the most important thing in D&D. Can you wear a nice hat? Um, previously, she'd been wearing potato sacks because she didn't have clothes, but someone's actually given her clothes now. She's got, she's got a very, very dusty, nice little... Uh, well, it was like a summer dress, and now it's just very grubby. Uh, so, yeah, she is... Okay, yeah, no, there's been some problems with Amaras here involving the undead, but now she's on her best behaviour and is on messages, just casting messages, trying to make sure people have got enough water. Uh, again, casting over to the tower and just go, he's going to the pub. He, he says he's coming back. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, she's slight, She's not on the very front lines, but she's, uh, again, with the, with the generals being able to communicate. Perfect. Um, surrounding you, um, there's only three of you on this tower currently. Um, Odendra, um, Nightshade, um, one of 
two marshals. Um, she's this incredibly meticulous drow. Um, never says anything she doesn't mean, um, and certainly never insinuates things. It, um, most people very much so respect her for that. Um, but she does have, like, almost like a soft spot for you. Um, certainly that di diplomatic um, side of her wavers um, when you get into trouble. Um, and is, is usually in a clever, without undermining her own authority, is very good at getting you out of trouble while you still potentially have some sort of... Um, Punishment, but at this point you are on it. There's no room right now in her mind for um, sort of the the fun. She's been incredibly sort of um, forthright. She trusts you. She knows exactly what you're doing. You seem to know exactly what you're doing, and so she's on it. And next to her is Fargrim. Um, it's very stoic, disciplined. Um, militaristic dwarf um as classic and as i guess um generic as you can go with with that um who is sort of currently just cut, like just staring out he's got um sort of long uh, oh the word has left my brain not binoculars the individual tell us go thank you um and he's currently like marking out on a map um where sort of larger um ogre like cre undead creatures are coming from and marking out teams to go sort of prioritize and take out these larger creatures while the sort of horde pushes along um do you want to give us the the three d20s um sure. to sort of see where you're going forwards with this sure oh oh no Oh, okay, so <laughs> we begin with one, then we go for a 20, and then we go for a 17. <laughs> Amorous, y'all! <laughs> yeah. I mean, your average is still not horrific, even with the nat one, but we've got to punish a nat one. you got to. Yeah. So... I mean, I'm quite small, and I've been doing a lot of jumping around. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I was not going to go there, but if you're going there... I don't necessarily want to fall off the tower, but just... I don't think he meant, like, you sprained an ankle jumping off a chair. <laughs> no, no, fall off a tower. Okay. Not falling off an 80-foot tower. <laughs> hey, guys, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> um, okay, so you have been pretty successful. But at this point, you have um, rushed yourself along the actual wall and you're basically passing on stuff. Um, you're like the opposite of a marathon runner. Instead of the people giving them like the bottles of water, you're like running along and just pouring water onto different soldiers' heads to cool them down <laughs> as you're going across. Um, and <laughs> to, to what effect? That water, on the other hand, is going to be your downfall. Oh, no. So, would you like to give me a dexterity saving throw? Oh, uh, oh, really? Um, it's a sixteen. Okay, sixteen. Um, without too much issue, you slip, slide, um, 
and it's basically as you sort of brow the top of the tower um where Zarius um is you appear and basically slip and as um Zarius is casting spells and using wards to block um creatures climbing up on the wall you slip and basically do that classic like half a second in mid midair before Zarius grabs you by the back of the scruff and just like sort of places you back. Um, how gentle do you think Zarius, how gentle would you be? Would you just put me, you're an academic, you're not just going to throw me. I just, <laughs> I'm sort of like, you're sort of looking at massive eyes like, thank you for saving me, um, water? I think it's, it's probably not even, um, it's probably not even close. It's literally kind of, you, you, plummet past and he has to kind of um leap after you yeah. catches you and then um just like taps a button on his suit which um like the just the the um, boosters in the back in, in his boots just suddenly just kick in and shoot him back to where he was stood but kind of holding you <laughs> just just being held by a dragonborn it's not uh again i'm just like thank you thank you so much um Again, reach into like my dress and pull out like a half a thing of water and go. You could you could just drink that rather than me throwing at you. Um, how, how, how's how's the battle mm. going? Uh, yes, it's uh, it's it's going as well as a battle can do, I suppose. You're you're doing a good job. Well done. <laughs> and looking all instantly, some blushes. On that point. <clears throat> the information, like, you you are noticing the pathway that Amaryllis has taken from the Marshal's Tower to yours. All of the soldiers are on form, are being more efficient. You can see the moving positions, directing their fire and stuff like that. Whatever Amaryllis is doing, she is passing on incredibly helpful and efficient information from the Marshal's Tower. It just so happens that she nearly fell off the tower. <laughs> It's real give and take. This <laughs> I feel like there might be a theme coming along. <laughs> uh, again, sort of like haven't done that, and then sort of making sure very clear, reading off what the orders are. This, um, yeah, and then sort of like the. Do you require reinforcements? Uh, I think that uh, we're holding all right. Um, they've actually reassigned some soldiers from our tower, so we're we're holding the fort. <laughs> As you look at out across, you can see a certain other person who maybe is already responding to a tower or wall or area of the battlefield that maybe isn't faring so well and needs a little injection of Moira. Ooh. What's Moira up to, Talia? So Moira had been running a little triage centre for any of the soldiers who'd been a little bit injured, seeing who needs to be sent off with emergency to the... I'm sorry, my cat has just stolen a dice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it happens in war. We have it to be... <laughs> it's, at least it's a dice. It, it, just before we started streaming, my cat stole half a potato. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You just meet yourself, Tali. I did not meet myself. <gasps> the cat muted me. Okay, cat. 
band. This is so hey, much- Gremlin. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm trying to gaslight you there. Like, no, you can't tell them about my crimes. <laughs> I've never done a sin in my life. How dare you? She is completely innocent in all things apart from havoc. Anyway, where was Moira? Uh, so, Zin uh, Moira had been running the triage center, but trying to keep an eye on any news of, you know, anyone who's stuck outside, any towers that aren't doing so well, anyone who might be a little bit overrun, who needs, or who might just need a little bit of healing. And as she's patching the last one up, I think just having a look, seeing where the movement is. You want to make a perception check at this point. I do. That is a, I know my numbers. 19. Oh, fantastic. So, um, from, you can see that almost between the Cavern Guard Tower and Stoneheart Tower, a huge, like, almost boil up of these undead are almost, they're climbing on top of their dead bodies at this point. And you can see they're almost creating a undead ladder and it's building to the point. Um, the other two sides of sub terror tower and a depth ward where Zerius and Amaryllis currently are seem to be pretty clear at this point as that all the sort of energy is now being concentrated on this central point. Um, and a lot of ref- you can see a lot of soldiers and heroes um, and captains are all sort of converging on that point. It looks certainly looks like there's definitely something not great going on over there. She's going to go stand up. She's going to kind of just brush her hair out. It is it's, the dark purple is even darker because it's now matted a little bit. Her like her ba- her armor and her battle skirts are covered in like dust and mud and other people's blood. Which is, and if you look at her face, her teeth are just slightly longer. It's a little bit jittery, but she's holding it. And then she's going to look at both sets of stairs, decide that they are too far away from the main centre, and just literally run up the stairs, up up the wall, vertically up the wall, <laughs> get closer to that action. <sighs> Couldn't hold it together for like five fucking minutes, could you? And then just burst out of the destroy undead oh fantastic do you want to give me those three d20s cool um certainly you can save an advantage for one um with the fact that you're using um quite an ex uh, powerful spell or um channel yeah uh... so for terrifying the other soldiers be like oh no oh <laughs> <my God." laughs> this terrifying undead's on our side <laughs> <laughs> so that is cool. A I can I can do math. I can do numbers. I can read numbers. That is a seven, a twelve, and eleven. I'm going to roll again, and that okay. That's a natural twenty. So fantastic. That's all we needed. That's all we needed. <laughs> <laughs> you. In fact, would you like the honours of describing how you just eviscerate this 
Let, we'll give you a couple couple of hundred that are piling up on this um, mound currently that are about to sort of breach the wall on this side as you pass through. Um, climbs up and then starts her, like, destroy undead. And it's kind of like bursting out in her kind of like ways of like gold kind of tinged with red. Like it's that deep undercurrent there. And as that first layer goes, she's going to just carry on running down the wall the other side and try and just get, break down this mountain as much as she can and just kick. You're just in, yeah, you're in the thick of it. Uh, we what weapon do you wield? Or are you just straight up just blasting them away through pure radiance? Um, she's got her, her whip, which is her corpse slayer whip, which she's had from her previous game, <laughs> which is essentially a beat the, the the living heck out of the undead with, so just smacking them here and there out of it. I imagine you're almost using, like, wrapping it around one of the undead bodies to clear multiple undead bodies. Yeah. Just Belmonting her down, down the corridor. Absolutely. <laughs> Amaryllis and Zerius, you're both sort of stood and you kind of like look across and the soldiers um, archers that are fighting alongside you all sort of just like all turn and look down the wall side as this huge radiant explosion just goes off as you watch bodies of undead just go scattering everywhere. As she no. does before she goes up she just wants to have a quick look to see that none of their people have fallen down or fallen off or got, got caught up yeah. in the <laughs> they're, they're experienced enough to duck. <laughs> Stomp one a little harder and then run back up. <laughs> At this point, we've got... The three of you are... Uh, sort of looking out at this battlefield and it, it the with Moira's intervention plus the consistency of Zarius and the efficient information traveling through Amaryllis you are noticing that you whether it's coming to an end or there certainly is a lull in the wave um what's coming further out is becoming slightly more sporadic um a couple of the teams that <clears throat> have been sent out by Amaryllis um via the Marshals have gone out and taken down these larger creatures quite efficiently and returned back to the wall. Um, and you're noticing at this point it's becoming more clean up. Archers just dropping them. Um, a couple of um, paladins and clerics popping out and clearing space. Um, just as you seem to sort of gain this upper hand, the ground shakes. An unseen force draws upon your very essence. You can feel yourself almost blur. And if you're familiar with that spell as a caster, that's sort of the initial thought. And But you're not casting anything. But you notice that that blur slowly dissipates as almost a translucent version of yourself begins to be drawn outwards towards the warded fall or a, a no man's land or however we would. Your form that leaves you simmers with this sort of almost ethereal radiance weaving 
<clears throat> into the fabric of a massive blue, I guess like azure and purple mixed portal. At this point, anybody's welcome to roll an arcana. 100% is going to do that. Ah, oh, you failed me. My new dice gave me a one oh. for a ten, but it's still a natural one. I got a 25. <laughs> so oh, okay. I was proud of my 17, but hey. Okay. Well, Weird necrotic um... feels, so I'm just like, yeah, this seems, this seems unexpected. You both, um, both beat the artificer, so. <laughs> you build it, you don't tell them what it is. <laughs> Moira, although this is something relatively unfamiliar to you, um, although that's me making a massive assumption about your character, so you're welcome to um, correct that, but this is what you would recognise as eldritch energy, something drastically different to your experience fighting undead, um, certainly at this point in your life here. Um, but that's not the most, but Amaryllis, your eyes widen as you know, this is, this is certainly Eldritch energy, which one, that's not great. Um, that's not an influence you want, not around this problem anyway, but the second is what it's building. And it's like, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. There is a melding of Eldritch power. Now, it's, it's the power that's very specific in your mind because that's what's building what you would know as a plane shift portal or a, a shifting thing. But the, the very noticeable thing is it's been powered not by an arcane power. It's been powered through Eldritch energy. Having that note, I hurry over to the other side, sort of leap up try and cast message back at one of the marshals to just say arcane gate eldritch energy bad news <laughs> they need to know they need to be prepared for this um i think the, the response um do you send it to um Forgrim or um odendra I think Odendra, because Odendra is more magic. I mean, she can convey to Fulgrim what's going on, but also she likes me more, so she'll. I think Fulgrim <laughs> would be more like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "No, no, no! I just saw. Um, I didn't fall off the wall." Well, let, let's see. Let's see how informed she is herself. Okay. Um. I think with that role being so well, the response instead of question. Is just, oh shit! <laughs> I, I just, again, I the most eloquent and <laughs> literally, we sort of like she knows what it is in a sense. So it's terrifying not. zoom on like this. <laughs> and Rose's face is like, oh no! <laughs> At this point, you all turn and you can. It's like. Um, you're stood on the coast at this point with the, the way the air of this sort of stagnant, stinking air is being blown towards you as this sort of whirlwind 
of eldritch energy is building and building and building this massive portal. It tears open on the far end of the cavern. It sort of lines where the old wall sits. Um, and you can still feel your forms shivering with this um, ethereal pull and radiance that's been taken, and it certainly has been taken from you. A lone figure emerges. At this point, the light is so bright behind them, all you can see is the silhouette. But as the figure steps through, surrounded by an aura of mysterious energy, you witness the arrival. And <laughs> probably for the first times in a very long time that you've been here, a momentary pause of the undead as they could, they almost shuffle and turn with like <laughs> probably one of the first times you've ever seen undead actually form a thought, which is what um, of this mysterious energy. They pause their onslaught as if sensing an incredible, powerful source. You're not entirely sure. Well, actually, I guess with a twenty-five. You're you're fifty percent sure that the thing that's come out isn't the powerful force, but you're also not sure hmm. because the idea of something creating that is particularly terrifying. But as the figure takes another step forwards onto the warded fall, what does everybody see, Matt? <laughs> Hi! We see a small raccoon shake. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> it's not Tony this time, no. <laughs> uh, half elven woman, uh, relatively tall, about 5'11, um, slender build. Uh, it probably, I imagine, staggers out. You described it as her stepping very coolly there, Mike. I don't think that would have been the case. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> we can do the a mini retcon there. <laughs> I mean, it's all silhouetted because of the, the bloom from the light. So the silhouette yeah, looks sure. very cool. And then. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're like yeah. so cool. You're just like, fuck the ow, ow, ow. Yeah, I think she like literally staggers out and goes like, I can't believe that fucking worked. <laughs> We're literally steaming. <laughs> um, and, and then looks up and sees all of the dead, the, the undead ahead of you, uh, ahead of her. It's just like, oh, shit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, Dr. Alice Nora Durrani, or Nora, um, is, like I said, half-elf uh, of a woman. She's got um, short purple hair slicked back with a gold streak in it. She's um, she, She's got an eye patch uh, over her right eye. I want to say I can't see the mini right now. That one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's wearing like a, a, a heavy, very dusty overcoat. Um, with, I mean, you're not close enough to see, but there is traces of like a, a sort of slightly tattered um, blue jumpsuit underneath it. Um, very practical boots. And she's got a big brassy cuff on her left arm with lots of like dials and doodads on it. Um, and 
Uh, yeah, that that that's that is her. That is what she looks like. <laughs> she steps forward and says, "Oh fuck." <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, Moira, would you like to make a history check? Um, I'm gonna make a perception check for the soldiers. I'm also going to make a perception check for the marshals. Um, Amaryllis and. Serious. Um, you're welcome to make perception checks to pick out more detail. Um, you can also pair that off with an insight if you so wish. Um, <clears throat> I was going to say I I did roll my natural one um, on the uh, like identifying the portal, so I'm wondering whether it's a case of like because uh, he's he's got um, goggles of night because uh, he he can't see in the dark and he lives in a cave. Um, so I'm imagining that like the the brightness just kind of overloaded the the goggles. So I think probably he's a, a little bit incapacitated at the moment. Okay, yeah. It's a long-winded way of me saying I'm not rolling shit. <laughs> you can't make me. <laughs> I I got a twenty-four on my insight. So twenty-four. Uh, what was your perception check just before that? Uh, yeah, I... the perception checks to say whether you see, and then the insight is going to tell you. What you may also see. <laughs> uh, 18 on perception. Oh, fantastic. Can I sort of say um, that I've also got, like, it's not as nice, but a little telescope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, <sort of> like, <laughs> just a little bit like... Opera glasses. Maybe Serious like made sort of... it for you. It's, it's, yeah. it's a kaleidoscope. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Colours going... <laughs> just... I pick up the vibe. It's not like when you detect magic. You're like, ooh, it's a very why, green... Why is there a butterfly in the middle of the butterfly? <laughs> Snowflakes, dead ahead. <laughs> Bristols are attacking again! 16 um, history for me. Um, 16 history. Yeah. You recognise her, but you, you can't place where. We definitely recognise her. Amaryllis. You can see the exact description that Nat gave, um, with also a butterfly surrounding her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, butterflies come to help us. <laughs> and you rolled a 20 something? Uh, that was a 24. 24. Insight. Now, do not tell us which, Nat, but you are welcome to either present yourself exactly how you are or you may make a persuasion or deception um on how you are what your intentions are i don't think at this point um nora is thinking about anyone on the wall yep i, I don't think they are important right now <laughs> i think right now her priorities are well I, I guess a uh, question for you how close is the nearest undead to me Right now, there is many, 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 many scorched to death ones, or to re-death, um, ones that the portal seems to have just totally eviscerated in Great its formation. Ideal. So you have about a semicircle of about 30 foot, and where that 30 foot ends, there is a thousand maybe more you know, 
that's fine. Um, okay. Uh, I, uh, priority order of operations. One, make sure this fucking portal closes behind me and stays closed. Um, and two, um, if uh, if she manages to do that, uh, I don't know how you're ruling that, Mike, but also um, as soon as any of the undead like get within 10 feet of her, I want to cast Resilient Spear on myself. Very clever. <laughs> I'm staying here. I'm going to be in my little Zorb and nothing can get me. Somebody come get me. <laughs> Moving it. You're rolling oh, yourself of course, around. Yeah, you're going to be like, bonk, 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 bonk. It's an yeah. <laughs> the, the Rex special. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, but but making sure the portal is closed, I can't do from inside the spear, so we'll try and make sure that that happens first, if it's safe. So, two problems uh -huh. that immediately come to your mind. One, as soon as you exited the portal, you stopped concentrating on anything that was on the other plane that you came from, as uh -huh. it was a thing that you created, not necessarily, and then you put the power into it. Um, you, your own power had a lot to do with it, um, your influence and your concentration, but apart from that, you have very little to do with the success of what you built to create this portal. Um, so when you went exit, you were no longer um, concentrating on it. The only problem is the portal's still there. And at this point, maybe you could give me a arcana check with advantage as canonically you did create this thing uh-huh uh -huh. okay that's not that 20. okay so influence is being taken in you can see essences of things energy it's forming in your eyes as you sort of reattuned to the magic you used <clears throat> it almost seems to be using something to hold itself here now in your guesstimations you knew that it needs something to home it in a sense like the portal needed something similar to a tuning fork something like that um on this side to hold it in place Whatever that essence is that it's taking in is that grounding that the portal needed. The other thing is it's swirling and the essence and the energy of the portal seems to be breaking away and touching things. It's almost like tendrilled hands like touching the ground, touching a boulder. Touching a broken, rusted sword. Touching the bones of an undead creature. Touching an undead zombie that is still stood. You can see it almost investigating it. It's like tinkling and wrapping around the bodies. That's everything you see as of this point. Uh... Um, I, what in, in, in your head, oh gracious DM, who, uh, who invented this method of transportation from Corazon to our material plane, um, 
I was there was there any component that I I used in the creation of this like we we spoke before about a, a little brooch thing did I did I use that in uh creation of this portal so yeah you used the brooch but you needed something incredibly powerful and the only thing that you had in abundance was eldritch power yep um, so, and that is something, again, correct me if I'm wrong, you probably aren't learned in. Yeah. So you basically harnessed the pure power of it instead of manipulating it. Okay, so uh, I'm still, I'm hoping that the, the nearby zombies are so stunned and blinded by all of this that they're maybe gonna give me more than six seconds but uh we'll see uh <laughs> blinded them with science i did well i'm hoping to um, <laughs> uh, so okay um the portal is reaching out and touching stuff which i'm not entirely sure i'm a fan of i don't know if i was expecting it to do that i'm gonna... oh no definitely not <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> there's a a lot of swearing in Elvish, um, and then uh, is the oh oh uh, I'm gonna fire off uh, a quick um, a quick detect magic on the um, on the portal to make sure that it's not like Ragnora's positive energy that's coming through. Like, I I was pretty sure that the way that this was gonna work was like I would be pulled through. But nothing else could follow me, rather than me like bursting through and making a hole that everything could pour through. Mm -hmm. So, um, do you yeah. want to? We'll we'll start off with an Arcana check at advantage. Okay. For that that one, um, and when it comes to the types, that's magic. Oh, that was that was less good. Okay. Uh, with advantage, that is, uh, 15. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Steady. Steady. <laughs> oh, no, I think it's investigation and perception. Um, because I'm a mark of detection, half-elf. Oh, well, if that's where you would more likely have your information come from, then I can see that I, you could justify a different role. I've, that's something actually really helpful little snippet of information i may give you a role but if you feel like there is something that will fit more um probably more conveniently at the time for you or something you think you could justify as a role instead throw it out there and we can we can always um see what you think i'm always happy to be like oh could i Oh, I like it. I? <laughs> um, what if it was a dex roll? <laughs> <laughs> Could I insight the wall instead to see what <laughs> performance? Could yeah. I fall on the floor? <laughs> what, if, what if I climbed this wall, wall really dramatically? Could it be a performance <laughs> check? And then <laughs> our, our lovely viewers get to have a listen to an incredibly interesting and most likely very frustrating conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying no. <laughs> Must say yes and <laughs> must say yes and <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well if it's investigation my modifier for investigation and arcana are the same. But if it's investigation, uh adding the d4 is an extra four, um so that would be a nineteen total. Oh 
very good. Um, so, yes, you are correct. You have been essentially with with the way you've mounted the spell to be um, hooked from this side instead of the side you came from. Um, you have been pulled through. You haven't walked through which was a very specific part of how you created this. Um, <clears throat> so you are, I'm going to say 98, 99% confident nothing else is coming through this. I don't like that one percent though. Yeah, it's always just just in case. <laughs> um, and, and, and in regards to the actual detect, you're getting massive heavy amounts of conjuration. Um, and then I, I'm actually pulling a blank on whether Eldritch is the magic or if Eldritch is split up into different types of magic. Ooh. And I, my, my brain is not picking up anywhere in my font of not very much knowledge. Whether... Hey, I guess what, Mike? It's your world. You can decide. Eldritch magic! <laughs> <laughs> We've got a nice <laughs> school, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> yes, and... Yes, and... and. It's... <laughs> And it's definitely the negative type, which was negative. Your but also the way you're watching it wrap around those zombies, you're like, I'm not sure that negative energy <laughs> no, is. No, stop, stop that! Don't, don't get friendly. I, do, <laughs> I don't like that. And no. speaking of friendly, you watch as the Eldritch negative energy begins to form and bulge and bastardize these undead into these not necessarily formless, they still are what they are, which is undead humanoids of some kind or ogre or other said creature, but they are beginning to you can see the energy bursting from different parts of them. The aura begins to sort of shift around them and become a bigger problem to you. Shit. Now, we're going to do a quick switch up. Amaryllis and Zerius, you are together watching this this happen. Um, Moira, you're currently on the ground, but you're a good... Let's have a quick little nosy... I was going to ask you how I can see the squared version of your map. Um, yes. What's the size of each of those squares? Is it 10 foot, 20 foot? Uh, it is, you're going to hate me and every viewer is going to hate me for this. It's 15 by 15. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> um, but I, I am going to fix it and make a, a, a one that's in making a sensible. Um, <laughs> And did, did you have a location on the map that you had kind of envisioned the portal opening? I know so you said, like, it, the opposite wall. So the old, where the old wall sits, mm. um, uh -huh. it would be on the lower side or the south side of the old wall. All right. In between. And for the context of north, east, southwest, north is up, south is down. <laughs> so yeah. next to that viscera in the middle. This is really stupid, but I was looking at the map and I completely blanked out on everything you were saying about where the portal was. The portal, so where the old wall would have stood, yeah. it's just on the south side of the old wall. Okay, that's helpful. Awesome. Okay. 
So I count that as uh, I'm I'm kind of counting diagonal squares. Exciting mass talk for everybody at home. Um, I'm counting sixteen squares from the tower I'm in to the old wall to that to that side. Um, if each one is fifteen, then every two would be thirty. So that's thirty eight times thirty. So that's two hundred and forty foot. And I've been looking down my spells. I have literally no way of making myself faster. So I'm not getting to you anytime soon, Zoznat. That's okay. I have I have a thing up my sleeve. I can I can travel as quick as I can. I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna run anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I turn and I look through my telescope. I'm like, oh no, oh oh, she's off. I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna wave at Lily to see Uh-oh. if she can send me a message so I can respond to her and tell her what I want her to do. <laughs> Ping. Hello. Um, that, that that's weird. Eldritch badness. Uh, what's the plan, boss? Uh, gonna go there. See if I. My job's rescue. Gonna rescue. Get the archers to give cover in fire if they can, and a team maybe to do some fast retrieval. Thumbs up. Cool. <laughs> okay, so Moria's going to jump over the wall and <laughs> turn to the archers. It's like covering fire. Um... Right. <laughs> do you have a way of getting there fast? Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can clamber down the wall, but probably not. I I mean I could. I could send a message. That doesn't sound fast enough. Right. No. <laughs> um, I am literally going to um, pick Amaryllis up. I, I didn't mention this at, at first, but um, Sirius is six foot nine and about 265 pounds of sheer lizard. Um, so it's literally just going to lift you up under the arms. Um, and I'm going to... Um, uh, it's, it's a racial feature, but I'm uh, describing it as... Uh, Part of my suit i kind of um smack something and these spectral dragon wings um just they look like they're kind of um pro- projected light but it's projected shadow so it's like darkness instead um just kind of projects out of the back of the suit um so yeah i'm casting gem flight um and i'm going to leap off the tower and start slowly pootling my way um carrying amaryllis which i'm assuming is going to half my speed um, but yeah, using my uh, um, Amaryllis is very wee, from what I, I am. understand. I'm, I'm just a little lady. <laughs> I got why, you make, why, why don't you um, acrobatics or athletics? Your choice. I mean, there's a one difference in it, so I'm going to acrobatics. It. Um, oh, and I rolled on beyond for no reason at all. Um, well, that's an eighteen. Oh, Amaryllis is not going to affect your movement. Sweet. Uh, in that case, uh, so um, for a minute, I have spectral wings. Um, I'm assuming that will get us there, and then um, then we're boned um, in lots of ways. But uh, I'm just going to um, let's see. I get a fi- flying speed equal to my walking speed, and I can hover. So I am literally just going to use my action and my movement to move sixty feet around until I reach the newcomer. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going via Moira, or is Moira just basically? We can't. How are you Moira. getting through the horde? 
I was hoping... Oh, you. That makes much more sense. I was thinking... Fourth level spirit guardians? (laughs) At the whirling dervish. Yes. Just absolutely. Um, uh, Yeah, the, the original stat line for them would be very difficult not to wipe out the a hard stat zombie so just i mean god it's a bit of a <laughs> it's like putting a chainsaw <laughs> as you just plow through them all um do you want to mark that off and then do you want to describe how moira um herself does this as she has just sort of like plowing plowing oh through I've got three of them. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I think it's just then... Again, that same kind of, you know, golden red energy coming out, but kind of in concentric circles around. And you see kind of just like small people-like figures around her so Zin Moira has a, a you know she's got a lot of nibblings she's got her family around her, and I feel that you know she, her spirit guardians are like the representation of her family and also like the friends that she makes yeah you know, she's been quite isolated for a long 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 time and so if she finds someone that she connects with she kind of clicks on so her previous team are kind of all there her family are there and they're all just kind of around her there's a giant bee there there's a giant bee that's going to be interesting because one of the uh, people in your previous team is going to be recognizable to nora (laughs) (laughs) that's true and potentially a penguin as well So, I imagine <laughs> this point, um, Amaryllis and Zerius, you, you land just outside of the um, sphere uh, that Nora's got going. Um, do you want a superhero land, or...? Sorry, oh, was, that, just... was that to us? <laughs> you superhero <laughs> land, and I just sort of tuck and roll, right? <laughs> um, I think just just as we're kind of approaching and and almost um, there, um, I would want to um, just use a, a bonus action um, to use searing smite, or like to, to to start getting that ready, start concentrating on that, and then literally it's just going to be. Um, I realise I actually don't use weapons; I just punch things. So it's it's kind of a searing smite in my fist, and yeah, I'm going to superhero landing but punching the ground and just a ripple of thunder will um just emanate from that landing point and at some point i will put down amaryllis <laughs> very nice there's a couple of like uninfluenced as of yet undead um that you sort of land and uh nori you turn um do you want to make a perception check to see if you're surprised uh sure <laughs> um I was going to say, like, it, it, did we establish, sorry, I, I was distracted by other things. Can Zerius uh, fly that whole distance in six seconds? Did you do a thing to, or was it a couple of rounds? Oh, it's because we're not, we're not in combat. We're not technically like, basically, in combat. 
kind of yeah, skip it, to your arrival. It would be I, four, I four rounds, so it would be, right. what, 24 seconds. Okay. I've, Probably I've would have fired off a couple a of fireballs in that yeah. time, and then and then have stayed as soon as anything got near me. Um, so you would have seen that as you as you came in. Uh, perception, you say. Uh, great. Uh, it's pretty pretty darn good. That is uh, where's my D four gone? Twenty four. Uh, that's a uh, twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah, you definitely see these two. Um, I don't know if I'm Marilis is just like this is yeah freaking incredible as you're flying across. There's a couple of a couple of uh, a couple of fireballs, and then um, as she sees you kind of coming over, she she'll do a wave and try to shout. I'm not one of them. I'm not undead. And then we'll sphere as the zombies get close. <laughs> Looking at like, I don't think she's lying. I don't think she is. <laughs> That's com- comforting to know. <laughs> you land sending this sort of wave through and blasting the undead. You do notice, though, at this point, that the one or two that have been sort of infected by this certainly don't seem as perturbed by the blast as the uh, standard undead do. Um, <clears throat> I can almost picture like you three landing, uh, well, you two landing in front of Nora, sort of looking at each other, and then you just hear like, <laughs> and like this thumping going bang, and then you all three of you kind of look, and you can just see this radiant energy just blasting zombies from the horde as Zinmoira makes an appearance, blasting through the line. Um, and appearing um, with you all. She says she's not undead. Cool. So, <laughs> just um, <laughs> turn. Hello. Well, just double checking whether sound can travel through a resilience sphere because <laughs> <laughs> energy and spells cannot, and physical objects cannot. I also just like the idea that going. Oh, I know how to lip read. <laughs> I, I feel like, but I do actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I imagine the 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 scene is certainly noise related but also visually related <laughs> it doesn't say a block sound see, it's fine <laughs> see what myra is doing and hear <laughs> what myra is doing i'm sorry to have brought this to you all do you have a safe place uh, <laughs> yeah just yeah um we got we got the base um great sanctuary do you claim sanctuary do i have to uh it, kind of yeah just the fact you're not undead does gonna <gasps> Too much I, I can help you with this. Sanctuary, go. let's go. Cool, let's go. Rolly, 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 rolly. a little bit more kind of going. Would you like to make another history check at this point, Mara? Yes, please. I mean, if she stacks this, my passive perception is uh, 23. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it to look at you? <laughs> yeah, 19. Nineteen. But for me to spot Arcana in that mix of swirling spirit guardians, as well. I'd always thought they were kind of like featureless. But if you know Arcana's shape, are, are they like I mean, chibis of each of them? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just to, just to clarify, you were in re-inspecting Nora again, or were you yes. expecting? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was got myself lost there. Um, yeah. yeah. The, the bell goes or the light switch flicks on, you recognize Nora at this point. It's the hair, I imagine, maybe is quite a good tell 
Maybe the Probably eye patch. The eye patch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know it's D&D, isn't it? <laughs> That's true, every other person. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be Listen, an right. adventurer until took an arrow to the eye. We don't know. <laughs> Do we think we have this but, moment of kind of like starting to, starting to run and then both clock each other and, and we both simultaneously look at each other and say, you know, Arcana. You're... crazy one who hurt people. I don't care. Come. What? I don't know. Whoa, now. I'm basing it off the description I was given. Okay, that's entirely fair. Let's go. Save it for inside, and I rocket kick something as we fly past it again. <laughs> they know each other from work. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm just like... <laughs> Throw some spells. <laughs> I'm a giant walking spell, at the, running spell at the moment. You're doing great. Thank you. Well, now, with the ways that you've all fought to be able to pass um, through the horde, uh, whether that's um, ploughing through it, rolling over the top of them, or, um, like, all I can imagine is, you know, like, those big Zorb balls at, like, concerts, and there's, like, the entire crowd, like, letting them crowd surf in the Zorb ball. I feel like Nora's literally crowd surfing along the hod, at the top of the hod <laughs> at this moment in time. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless there's anything specific you'd like to do while you're out here, whether that's to do with the portal or the hod itself, um, now I will remind you it was certainly at this point coming to an end, um, is there anything else you'd like to do, or would you like to just return to the wall at this point? I mean, just, uh, this is just a random thing. Um, your ball makes you um, weigh like next to nothing, right? I believe so. It does say that I, it, I can be carried by another creature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice ball. How do you feel about catapult? What? <laughs> do it! <laughs> <laughs> That we like pan out and you can see the entire fortress and all the soldiers like <laughs> <laughs> we brought a wizard <laughs> incredible that's make how we it, can make a perception a check at this point Nora <laughs> a what check though a perception please okay <laughs> this never happened at Nexus really? I had such respect <laughs> this is Grim dark campaign where we fight for our lives against the undead and have too many giggles. She's this a very exactly, serious character. This is exactly what I thought was going. Boing, 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 boing. Uh, that that's only an eleven on the active, but my passive is twenty-three. I'll just leave that with you. <laughs> you you go you go flying flying across, and you sort of glance over to one of the sort of the the central towers and you can see on top this um female drow um in a very well organized um wizard robes um very plain simple but incredibly tidy uh sort of long silk back hair with a simple circlet um along the top um very clean and tidy um sort of monotone makeup like just incredibly simple um but effective in what sort of like she can walk put it on in five minutes walk out the door um she you glances up and as you're sort of flying across 
um, to land somewhere. <laughs> I haven't decided in where. <laughs> you just look and then you're all like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> As you point and you can see a Odendra, um, some, someone whom you're very familiar with, oh. looking up like... <laughs> Don't look at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a shower first. I've gone through some stuff recently. <laughs> well, I think that's the the thing. Like she she knew Odendra would be here. That's why she's here. That's how she's here. So I don't think it's a surprise, but it is more of a. I think it's just still being like <laughs> in the inertia of being just punted. <laughs> it's the most ungainly she has ever been. <laughs> taken like five minutes into entering in as your character. <laughs> yeah. Um, Every campaign turns into the Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think there's a a big moment of like, oh, hi at all. There's just the the clocking uh, of her. And then, like, immediately focusing on, like, where am I landing? How am I landing? Yeah, <laughs> where that's is a real, ball that's, going? That's, that's, that's a big that's question. That's a real good question. Yeah. Where are you landing? I'm going to have a heck of a kick. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to offer to catch you, but it, it flings you 90 feet in that one round, so um, I ain't <laughs> catching you. Are you actually cast catapult on my? I'm actually ca casting catapult, so it yeah. casts it. It blasts you in a um, ninety feet in a direction. So I'm imagining you kind of approaching the wall, wondering how on earth you're going to get in, and then it's just like ninety feet up. Great, love that. Can you roll me a d12, please? <laughs> <laughs> you just bounce off a wall. <laughs> me or should we make Sean do it? Because it's his fault. <laughs> fault. I, I feel as as the person who has been catapulted, you may judge whichever way you wish. Uh, go on, I'll roll. Seven. Seven. Pinball machine in there. Ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> so I'm going to have to retcon briefly as it's the Marshall's tower <laughs> that you're going currently directly towards. So instead Great. of seeing... Odendra seeing you go past. Odendra's currently seeing you coming directly. Perfect. <laughs> Ideal. <laughs> this is this is how everyone wanted this to go. This is exactly what we wanted to happen. <laughs> what would you like to do? As you are currently on a collision course with Odendra and a uh, dwarf that stood next to her. Now, I, I can't do catapult myself, but I'd like to think that she knows enough about the spell to know that if I got rid of Resilient Sphere now, I would probably take a lot of damage. Yeah, you die. Yeah. So, um, I, 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 can't, I can't cast anything because it won't cast it through it. Um, so, and I'm not going to, I can't, I can't let it go. So... I guess um, I would like to look panicked at Adendra for a free action and trust that she is a powerful wizard had something that might be able to protect herself. Yes, and as if the perfect crime um, begins, you see her sort of look up. I'll make an insight check. <laughs> oh, yeah, an 18. 
plus um, plenty. Um, she knows you've decided to do nothing and go, <laughs> you got this. What am I going to do? What are my options? <laughs> That's a real good question. Because what she does do is cast um, Dispel. Uh, oh, wait. What's it going to kill me? <laughs> yeah, she's going to explode. Um, if 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 you're if you're stuck, I do have a thing. I probably probably would be watching that any moment. Yep, they're going to do. Nope, nope, they're not doing this. Why aren't they? It's to spell touch. <laughs> I can't is it, help but feel I'm going to be blamed for this. <laughs> oh in some no! Way. I think right, I'll just touch. I'll just do it. Feather fall. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Shit! 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 The problem is you can't feather fall, as I'm pretty sure. It won't pass through the sphere. It won't pass through the sphere, and the sphere wouldn't be affected by Featherfall, is was what <laughs> my DM brain was thinking. But if I can... Oh, perfect. Yeah, no. She's got this. Uh, Adendra casts Dispel Magic. Um, what level is... Um, uh, it's fourth level. Level four. That's fine. She can do that, no problem. And then, as she has the Metamagic feet she will then quicken spell to featherfall great great work guess what i didn't prepare today <laughs> <laughs> yes in an under in an underground cavern <laughs> featherfall who would have thought I'm just going down to the center of the earth it's fine i mean the, the one person who thought this might happen the person who took catapult and featherfall yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I might, I might fling someone and well then want them to land. Well Fine. <laughs> Again, I, I love that that's happening. your thought process in preparing spells, Sean. Like you've set up this this perfect scenario in your head. I love that we've managed to make it happen for you. I mean, I genuinely, briefly was like, this is literally the only thing that will launch me as far as I need to go, um, but I weigh significantly more than I can cast this spell at. And the the logic behind Odendra having Featherfall is she's stood on top of an 80-foot tower, so it's a emergency precaution, just if anybody's like let me see that, let me see her spellbook. Also, like, oh. canonically, her assistant has fallen off the wall once today so she's like fuck's sake, Amaryllis, sorry a little bored, like days since yeah. Amaryllis has fallen off the wall scratch through, zero then minus numbers yes. she's fallen off tomorrow yes <laughs> I think there's been at least one time you've seen Moira throwing herself off walls and gone, yes, this is an efficient way to go to get down to pass messages and realised, you can't do that. <laughs> Hit the ground. Ah, it's meatloaf. <laughs> the canting. Good night. <laughs> Just, someone go feel that. Well, as the feather fall, do you, you almost sort of land, um, right in front of Edendra as she sort of like shakes her hand as she's had to sort of like quickly burn these two spells off incredibly quickly and she just does like the classic like and blows her fingers out as the sort of residual energy from her spells dissipates and do you want to make an insight check? <laughs> sure Wow, I am rolling decidedly mid today. Uh, that's a 15 total. Oh, a 15? Um, Nora hasn't slept in a week, it's fine. She like. she keeps an incredibly, like, um, simplistic 
face, very um, stoic, not giving anything away, um, purposely like, not, but you can see just like the slight curl of a smile. Um, not like a malicious one, like a, a friendly one and a sort of humorous one, but she blocks it away. It's almost like she's um, purposely trying to pretend, well, pretend, but she's purposely being very um, authoritative and doesn't want to show any of the soldiers watching that this is either acceptable or not acceptable. Um, mm -hmm. But you can you can see with a 15, there is a slight curl of a smile that she has to stifle very quickly. And she probably knows that I've clocked it as well. <laughs> um, we'll sort of land, uh, and it's probably just a little bit too close, and we'll sort of take a step back and sort of dust off coat. Thank you, and apologies. That was not the way I intended to arrive. You seem to be in the middle of... Is everything all right? Well, I was under the impression that it would be dealt with in a matter of 15 minutes. The, the, the bigger problem is, and she sort of like glances over at this now, like virtually chaotic whirlpool of a portal. What are we going to do about that? And that's yes. why we'll take the break. <laughs> That's like, I've got a solution. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who's uh, stuck through that. I, I apologize, it ended up being quite a long introduction, but that was quite fun. So, um, we'll see you in about five, ten minutes. And um, welcome back. So, well, <laughs> what a uh, terrifying, incredible, but also chaotic intro <laughs> that took the entire first half which was epic um <clears throat> we find ourselves back at this point i would say um flying in um it's up to you whether you want to land with nora or if you want to land on the wall or inside of the place somewhere i'm assuming moira is in tow blasting back through the horde absolutely <laughs> just uh, almost using that ramp of undead <laughs> to your own advantage at this point to hop back. Oh no, you could just run up the wall, can't you? Yeah, but it's cooler if I run up the wall. <laughs> the bodies of the fallen. Yeah, I'm trying this whole new thing where I actually like myself and what I can do. Is, sometimes it works, but you know, <laughs> if I can blast a whole thing of undead and then land on a wall and run down it, let's do it. It's cool. Yeah. So at uh, um, any point, you can, I'll, um, if you're going straight to Nora, unless there's anything else you'd like to do. I think after that you're... moment we had, like Nora is now my priority. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Odendra has gone back, um, has managed to solidify her face once more back to a very serious um stoic face alongside Fargrim, um this dwarf who's um although Odendra is wearing a relatively uniform um and it seems to sort of match up similar to a lot of what the soldiers are wearing it's in the same sort of color scheme still individual to her it's very similar to the same style that you knew her to wear 
um, at university and other places that you spent with her. Um, but the the dwarf is wearing like um, a sort of stained white um, vest and some trousers and it's just got like really hastily um, hung axes on both of the sides and he's just sort of stood with like squinting at you or squinting or scowling you're not entirely sure um with his arms crossed like just watching quietly almost like expectantly but um not currently interrupting um this conversation odendra after sort of looking over at the portal and pointing at it and going what are we going to do with that Yes, I uh, I apologize about that. I had a little little journey into a different plane. Uh, was not a pleasant one. This was my only way out. I was not expecting that. That did not work the way I intended it to. Uh, it, it seems here that you've got well, quite a robust defense system going up. So, oh, I mean, congratulations. Hopefully, that will help. Out of all the places you could have brought a terrifying influence in portal, or I think it's a portal, I certainly don't recognize what it is. Uh, I believe it's a portal, yes. This is probably one of the best places to do. I mean, please don't tell me this was one like an experiment. No, no, I started out that way. I mean, in a te technical sense, I suppose, I didn't know if it was going to work or not, and it did, so experiment successful, but it was mostly trying to save my life. Okay, I feel slightly better about this now. And we're very fortunate that this is where you happen to be. So we have defenses. It seems we have intelligent people around here that can help me figure out what this is, how we can stop it. I apologize for bringing this to you, but I'm glad it was... Here and not in the middle of Waterdeep or anywhere like that. No, there's not very many places that have a purpose-built military and arcane fortress. So your location, were you intending to bring it to this? How did you know of this location? I don't believe we've ever spoken of this place. I didn't. I had one link back to this plane that I had to use as a focus. And she'll pull out the little beetle brooch. Very... Very clever. But and... knowing you, I figured you'd be doing something useful. And being yes, somewhere well, where you could protect people, so I took a gamble. Um, she she certainly she's been holding your eyes this entire time, um, and she's at that moment kind of glances away, but then looks back at you. Well, as, well, 
as honestly sweet as this whole thing is, I do believe we do need to get into the exact details of this not in You're right. Do you have a base of operations I can work from? I'm afraid my lab is very far away from here. Uh, I have an Arcanum with mostly everything you... In fact, I don't know what you're going to need, so um, I have an incredibly talented prodigy apprentice as of now. <laughs> Can you believe this? I've taken an apprentice, Nora. It does not surprise me. And I have an incredibly detailed Arcanum and library. I also have under my care as such some incredibly talented adventurers who have joined the wall some who are in service and some who are here to act as heroes of the wall i would like to introduce you i'll obviously allow them to choose whether they'd like to be involved in this but i believe you did briefly meet them as they were the ones who came out to meet you on your unexpected arrival mm, they did seem incredibly capable and thought outside of the box i suppose yes and well like old times i guess i'll have to research with you on this one i wouldn't want to put you in that kind of imposition if you have uh other responsibilities to do here i will immediately turn to fargrim my apologies uh, my name is uh, dr elethnora dorani i'm pleased to meet you i'm terribly sorry to have brought this to your doorstep Aye. So, what we're going to do about all of the ones that are becoming all magic-y and shit? That's what I'm hoping to find out, if uh, if you will allow me to, to work here. Right you are. Uh, I'll pass this off. This is a, well, this ain't martial warrior business. I'm going to go shore up defences. Uh, I feel like we're going to have to double the watch. Luckily, the undead have been filtered out mostly. I reckon we can... Pick the rest off for now. Uh, whatever's going on deeper, I'm not going to worry about. I feel like that's uh, in the Arcanum's jurisdiction. And he kind of like looks at you, looks at Odendra, then kind of looks and go, gives you like a, a short bow. Uh, He'll get a very curt nod in response. Right, you are. Uh, I'll send... Uh, I'll send... Um, Zarius and Moira up. And you definitely want really, right? Was that to... Uh, Dendra, Endra, uh, Dendra. Nods. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, he sort of heads down the stepways and you can hear like this muffled um, shouting of like orders and thing like, things like that. Um, Dendra places her hand on her on your shoulder and um, once he leaves and she sort of softens slightly for odendra anyway um and she has forgetting circumstances it's good to see you and she casts dimension door and um you appear in the arcanum in the same vein, she sends a message over to Amaryllis um, saying that they've moved to the Arcanum. Um, 
she'd like to see you free there. Uh, again, relay that. We're currently just like casting fire bolt off the wall. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, um, we, we wanted in the Arcanum, supposedly with the um, stranger. Hmm. Just dunking water over my head in some attempt to clean. <laughs> I'm also not going to cast Mage Hand to like hold the water up for you. <laughs> What's it pouring my water? I don't know why I got into the hammer. I'm just pouring water on people, but it helps. That's actually really incredibly useful. Um, yeah. I think that she's someone that one of my old friends used to know, so. Oh. Well. Hmm. Like, good? Good? Or like arch rival fights the death, fall off a cliff? incredibly complicated well, let's go and meet this co- very incredibly complicated person yeah <laughs> I think we're um, with Odendra casting um, message as soon as she's done um, Nora will sort of realise just quite how dirty and dusty she is so I've quickly like cast prestidigitation to try and smarten herself up a little bit but um, we'll then turn back to Adendra. You don't have a teleportation circle around here, do you? I, uh, I actually have an apprentice of my own who is uh, getting quite adept at planar research, and it would be incredibly useful to have them here. I apologize. It's actually seen as a security risk having a direct teleportation circle in the uh, fortress. Fair enough. Uh, but while if you uh, can, we we have very capable people who can. You can. You're welcome to send word to. Um, I do apologise. The fortress isn't currently in lockdown as we are under siege. As soon as it is deemed a reasonable amount of undead, we can open the gates back up and release someone immediately. To oh, that won't be a problem. I can just I can c- contact them. But uh, but in terms of getting them here, then that's more complicated. Um, I'll just, while we're waiting for the others, uh, it's been a little while. I just want to make sure they're not worried about me. Let me know if you need a private space to send that message. Um, Nora will take a moment, about to say, no, no, it's fine, and then think, actually, yes, that will be, uh, that would be very useful. Thank you. Once we are finished here and you've had a chance to speak with uh, my heroes, um, you may use my quarters. Um, you sort of, at this point, being locked in with this conversation with Edendry, you kind of like look around at this point. And <clears throat> although <laughs> healthily called an arcanum, there maybe is a part of you that's a little disappointed at just how small this chamber is. It may be even a little less insulting to call it an arcanum, but the, the stuff in it is very much so. Um, um, it is mainly for, um, it's a small chamber where arcane energies of the wall are studied and harnessed. Um, so certainly focused. Um, Captain Falia Frost, who is... Um, Odendra's a um apprentice um is here. Uh 
Do, 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 do. Um, Falia. That's two apprentices. Oh, have I said the wrong person? What about? Oh, I was I thinking of Amaryllis, but that, that's that's not, yeah. Oh, <laughs> unofficial. Unofficial. <laughs> Amaryllis is the intern. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, oh god, I'm an intern again. I'm doing stuff for credit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can talk I'm about pretty promotion. sure Odenda is under the impression you're under supervision. <laughs> yeah. Probation period. Odenda I mean, knows you're level nine, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And and she certainly respects Amaryllis for being capable. Just the actions <laughs> so far have not really added up. <laughs> I've leveled down due to bad choices in life. Just like, I'm, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure for the context of everybody at home, this story will come up at some point. So just just, just hold on and hope. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine <laughs> if I never mentioned it. I was just like, stuff <laughs> happened. Everybody, like, all the, all the higher-ups are just really cold feet to you for no yeah. reason. Valia <laughs> um, Frost is a, a halfling, and she wears a very similar outfit to Odendra. Um, simple, but the sort of big difference is she keeps her uniform incredibly tidy, but everything else is as wild as sort of she comes across. She's got really long, frizzy hair that sort of pops out them, sort of quite strikingly blonde. Um, and the blonde really like... Um, Sort of resonates with these sort of bright green eyes, like piercing green eyes. And as you sort of begin to look around in the Arcanum, um, you can see her currently like basically like clearing spaces on desks, and you can hear like the smash of some bottle that gets smashed on the floor as she's sort of like grabbing stuff and going over and grabbing a book from a shelf and stuff like that. Um, quite frantically like moving around um clearly up to something um she's the only one in here currently um sort of rushing around but the room although small certainly doesn't seem to be lacking um there is a exotic mix of ingredients um spell components um you can sense and to be fair at this point you're Detect magic will still be up, so you're getting probably blinded. The concentration, overall. which I would have dropped when I cast. Oh, absolutely. But even even as an experienced magic user, you can sense a huge amount of magic coming from this room. Um, I imagine at this point, Amaryllis, Zarius, and Moira sort of pop come through the main door in. What, you didn't catapult yourselves in as well? <laughs> Just, uh... <laughs> you know what? He has never... At... He threw me once. It was glorious. And then it's not done it again. I'm actually disappointed. I'm, I'm often getting thrown because of the small... Side. Welcome. Uh, as, as you claim sanctuary, you are welcome here. Um... Please avail yourself of. Oh, that's that's. Oh, yes. Uh, tea. Does people want tea? Biscuits. <laughs> you know, just. 
clicks into, I need to kind of do my job here. <laughs> so I'm just like, then looking at the broken glass and going, uh, mage hand, <laughs> try and like put it into the, the broken glass bucket. Like, don't, don't worry about it. Pass it to me. <laughs> it, it moves to the bucket. The hand comes up, moves it back, puts it in your hands. I'll just mending it. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Thank you again for, for the four and apologies for uh, putting you in that position. Um, well, apologies for the uh, very unceremonious uh, launching over the wall. Very little else that we can do to uh, scale an 80 foot climb while you're in a hamster ball. Your methods are effective. I can't, uh, I can't fault them. A little bit of more warning next time though would be appreciated. Uh, my name is Dr. Elisnora Durrani. Oh, nice to meet you all. Yes, you. <laughs> Me. You know Arcana. Yeah. She's a <clears throat> friend. I'm delighted that she settled here well. Yeah. I'll be honest, the fact that I made it here means that she succeeded in the mission, so I am pleased to hear that. I'm intrigued to see what she's been getting up to whilst, whilst here. Mostly wandering about, trying to find her place, feel comfortable. It's taken her a while to... She's still grieving. Understandable. And what is your name? As in Moira Lithram. You can call me Moira. Everyone else does. And you? Mm. Zerius Serene Potent Worm. At your service. Uh, somewhat of a researcher here, but uh, I don't mind getting my hands dirty. That is, uh, that is excellent news. I'm going to... We're, we're going to need all hands on deck for this, I believe. Hmm. And uh, yourself? Hey, um, Amaris, Amaris Giftig. Uh, hi. <laughs> oh, how do you want your tea? Hot. At this point, Odendra sort of interrupts and goes, at this point, you are going to be acting as the incredibly powerful wielder of magic you are, and not... Let's say we're taking the training wheels off. <laughs> I need all of the chaos and all of the ideas you can think of, because I truly believe at this point, structure, following the norm, one would say, is certainly not going to fix this problem. I rolled a 10 on deception, so if anyone who's got a better insight can see Amorous's eyes are like lighting up and you're like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to be a danger? Me? Uh, no. Again, 10 deception. <laughs> eyes will just flick to, to Adendra briefly, but, uh, but I trust her. Now, Mom, I am going to... Oh, sorry. If, 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 if Rilly's with us, can you send someone to go and get my flask from my bunk if we're going to be having a conversation here? 
Um, absolutely. I do believe you will have some time. I would prefer... Well, I was always told adventurers generally solve problems much better when they're sat around a table in front of a fire with some mugs of ale. Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm generally not that familiar, but if you wish, you can go wherever you wish to discuss your problem. The services here, the services in the library, and the services of the forge will all be yours. Fantastic. Pub, then? Well, that makes no sense. This, this office is well-equipped well to, to deal more tactically with the situation. Yes, but I deal much more tactfully with uh, situations when I'm lubricated. I'm leaving tomorrow. I, I could send someone to go get your flask if you want. But you, I'm getting... It was a fight. Sure. <laughs> how, how much is Moira trying to hide the whole situation? <laughs> I think she's not trying... I think it's more keeping it on a like a subtle down low, but she stopped trying to hide it too much. If only because I think some of the shenanigans going around. So I think everyone knows there's something slightly off with her. But not necessarily exactly what's going on. I will roll an insight check. Yeah, so that, that's uh, that's an eighteen. I don't know what I'm rolling, but yeah, mm. <laughs> just a passive deception. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, yeah, passive deception. So, yeah. You 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 might you may as well roll to make it make it easier. Just a just a straight deception. That that's a twenty two for deception. Except for she's I think she's only trying to deceive people who are either panicky or don't know stuff. I think just if this helps or informs your decision, it although ironically constantly fighting undead may make certain warriors embittered towards the idea of undead. Um, overall, anybody that has either figured out or knows, i.e. Odendra, for example, um, is pretty accepting. There, there's not... I wouldn't say there's particular um, hate towards you being that way, especially seen as you... I don't know how much of your story you'd have told, but with the understanding relative of your personality and everything else, people, I'm, I don't think that's the leading factor in why people listen to you and respect you. It's got a lot more to do with your actions and in a place where you're constantly taking actions, i.e. fighting, helping, stuff like that, your actions will have many, many months ago spoken more than who you are to most, if not all, the people here. Yeah. I'm giving my self-disadvantage because I'm not trying to do much about the deception and that's going to be a 14. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> this is all basically just like whether Nora clocks the, the teeth or not, uh, really. So I think at that point, she sort of uh, <laughs> kind of looks at you and goes, I think if we're going to be working together, I'd much rather you had a full stomach than an empty one if anyone can be sent to 
gather your flask. It's only bad once I've been... It's only it's mostly after triage because people are stupid and get themselves covered in all sorts of shit. I can imagine that's frustrating. Kind of, yeah. I'll so we're working here then, yes? Yeah. Really, could you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do... Should I go or I can send someone... Send to... somebody. You're an actual important person now. <laughs> I lean, I lean slightly out of the door and point as we just hear something pop and then there's a flutter of wings. Okay, I'm here. Here, I'm focused. Everyone's got to eat, right? Full stomachs. Is that the plan? We're here, pub. What's what's the plan? I think Nora has already like grabbed pieces of paper while you've been doing that and has started like doing notes and sketches and is just like, well, it makes sense to us for us to work here. So it's just ignored Zerus's comment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it no, looks like oh, on. No, that's a ridiculous idea. No. <laughs> we're here. It looks like we're staying here. I don't mind you. I don't I don't want wonder whether you would uh, pop off a message just to, to get someone pick to pick me up a glass, would you? Sure. <laughs> okay, lean out the door, <laughs> cast message. And <laughs> just really does a lot of pointing at things. I mean, like, <laughs> luckily, I'm pretty sure everything is it with like within a thousand feet. <laughs> so you can pretty much <laughs> shoot off anywhere. Or is it 120 for message? 120 for message. But oh, okay. still close enough. I'm to slightly jog out, cast yeah. message, and then you're still pretty out. well covered as long as yeah. you're on one half or the other. Yeah. Um, Odendra at this point is going to, I will return. Um, when Amaryllis informs me that you've made some progress and they fully understand what um, you made, Nora, I'm going to go re reapply the wards um, as my responsibility still will keep me. Um, but I will leave you in the capable hands of Falia. Um, Falia, you're not entirely sure whether Falia's actually noticed that you are all five of you are in the room or not. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and she's still sort of, and I imagine Nora, you did literally go next to her to pull out. Thank paint. you. I'll take that. That looks useful. And she's just passed them to you, and then continued doing what she's doing without particularly no like noticing. Um, one thing you do notice, though, um, are particularly Nora Zerius will do a um, history check for yourself to see if you can. Remember, Slash, you know exactly what this is. Um, and Amaryllis, you're welcome to as well, being arcane knowledge. So what is it, history or arcana, did you say? Um, either or. It's up to you. Oh. With you being here, you may have been told what this is. But oh, it's a relatively okay. unknown thing. I'll go arcana. Um, 25. Was that history or arcana for all of us, or just really? Uh, just really, and Zerius, it'd be Arcana Fenora. Oh, okay, great. Maybe history for me. Yep. Uh, 19 for me, then. 19, 25, and... Just a 16 from me. 16? Yeah, my um, modifier's doing most of the heavy lifting there. <laughs> just behind the table been reflected on by a large mirror that almost makes it look bigger. 
the Arcanum holds this ancient crystal. Now, it's an incredibly impressive crystal, glowing like a lilac blue, like an incredibly light and dainty and sort of mystical um, lilac. It um, flows. Um, Amaryllis, you would remember this. You know this is the ever-flowing font. Um, Zarius, you know um, that this is something that basically sustains the wall's protective enchantments. Um, that's as much as you would know. Amaryllis, with your 25, you would know that this is an incredibly powerful um, artifact-level magic item. Um, Laura, you, your sort of understanding goes to the point of that's giving off a huge amount of potential energy and held energy, but it's clearly being used with a 19. You can tell it is currently in be being used, but it's incredibly, and it would certainly, with the arcane and um, knowledge that you three have, immediately catch your attention it's just something that might not it's like someone shining a torch right in your eye it's it's just impossible to ignore um power, power. <laughs> um yeah but yeah finally is sort of moving stuff about um and odendra has um politely bowed um and Nora, um, Odendra passes Nora a key just before she leaves. She sort of takes takes your hand and places her hand on top and puts the key. Um, that's my office. Uh, use it as much as or a little as you like if you need some private space. Many thanks. Um, Amaryllis, although, is now an incredibly powerful and influential person in this team, I'm sure would still be very happy to show you where it is. <laughs> Not enthusiastically. <laughs> and leaves. Right then. What do the rest of you know about planar energies? <sighs> mm, disappointingly little. <laughs> I think Nora's going to immediately, on all of those responses, go straight into, um, like, lead scientist mode and probably give a lecture. <laughs> but it's going to be very, like, <sighs> okay, fundamentals, this, 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 resonances, frequencies, blah, 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 having a focus, da, 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 da. And we'll explain basically what happened to her Um in loose terms, she's not going to basically talk about her research at Nexus or mention Nexus at all, because it's supposed to be a secret. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll say that she'd been working on uh, on a project and been transferred to this other plane, Corazon. Um, we'll explain the whole Ragnora situation and her, um, her research that she, her sort of channeling this, um, this energy to get here so it's basically caught you up on everything apart from how she got to Corazon properly in the first place do you just say mm -hmm. I got there via a method <laughs> you just skip what the actual process is or I was May doing I... some research yeah. I had an accident oh well, okay 
Okay, so someone does point it out. Yeah. I was going to insight whether I, I, can, I, I will it. absolutely roll a deception check. It won't be good. <laughs> oh, I'll roll insight. Just that's also not good. Uh, I'll also roll insight. Yeah. I'm in, I'm insighting. I think she does. I roll insight right. not because I don't believe you, but because I'm just very attentive and be like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. I just really want to go and check her character. <laughs> Because all I've got to <laughs> into this is Arcana's like memories of everything, and I'm just like going, "Is she gonna screw us over? Is she someone we can work with?" So just inciting everything, and I rolled a twenty-six. Well, I rolled a seven, so I trust you implicitly. Great. I got a twenty-two. I'm just curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she definitely. She's definitely a very tactful in the way that she described getting there um the events of um the events of delivery uh sean's one shot she will probably omit the part where she murdered a guy um <laughs> attempted murder on arcana <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she'll she'll probably say things like um uh, there was a disagreement about who went through arcana was the one that won um, there's an eyebrow that raises visibly at that and does a, like, a look at you like we are going to talk later <laughs> <laughs> I will let you gloss this now but we are going to talk later again yeah. having the good insight I kind of catch that and I'm just like huh, conflict I'm just here to learn some science <laughs> yeah and I think that that's, that's also Nura's drive behind all of this is it's like okay there are other details but that's not what's important now what's important now is stopping that thing out here and out there and that this is what you need to know for that um so she'll yeah she'll talk about like the fundamentals she knows about um planar energies and magics um as well um yeah uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll sort of rattle on through everything and be like okay so thoughts queries ideas I think just as this is about to happen, there's just like a little knock at the door, and I'm like, just, just, just a moment. <laughs> Hurry up, take a knee. Go, you okay? You got it? <laughs> Hold up with the flask, and then go, okay, come. <laughs> hand your flask, wave my hand, and then come back in. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, Chris, um, so, so it's a portal, it's, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna collapse in on itself, you don't think? It's gonna just stay like a, like a, slash. I had about. 12 seconds to look at it before we left so I cannot be certain of my convictions I would like to get back out there but it seemed more pertinent to, to get away and uh, take stock from afar first and then dip back in so you don't know if it's going to hold you don't know if this healing is going to come pouring in it, it's definitely not doing that right it's, uh, it's definitely sealed off from, from Corazon uh, that was that was all I managed to establish. But what it is doing now, all of this reaching out and touching things, I have no idea what that is. It does not seem to be radiant or positive energy. It's definitely coming from a from a negative energy place. So I don't know if that's from the negative energy plane. Like I said, it was eldritch power that I don't fully understand or control. That's on me. Uh, that I used to get here. But so that's probably involved. Makes sense. Wow. 
that was an incredible story. <laughs> you can see at this point, Thalia's just stood next to Amaryllis like. Yeah. I, I kind of turned to, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we'll just raise an Maybe, eyebrow. I'll, I'll go back. I just, I just, uh, it's just so compelling. Uh, no, no. Maybe. Odendra trusts you. You're here. Do you have any thoughts? Uh, so. <laughs> Something's keeping it here, right? Agreed. What is locking it here when you've arrived? It's either something that I brought with me or something that it is that energy has found here that it wants that that those reaching tendrils. Hey, and from, correct me if I'm wrong, Doctor, but from what I understand, portals, especially plain shifting types of magic, they're almost like homing beacons. They have to hold on to something that is based here. So what's it holding on to? to stay. We'll pull out the little beetle, um, brooch. I really don't think that this would be enough, but I'm willing to try. If we think we can get me, uh, Zirius, I, I saw you carrying Amaryllis earlier. If we think it's quieter out there now, do you think you could fly me over there? I can try throwing this back in. I really doubt that it's going to, uh, get rid of the whole thing, but, uh, if it is that simple, then our problems will be over much quicker. Make a history check, Norrin. Sure. I'm, I mean, I'm willing to try, but unfortunately this is... Uh, the, the suit's only able to sustain that power for uh, one, once per day. It needs Again, needs some time to recharge. I, I, I could send someone to go drop it off if you want just casually send someone out there into that battlefield with all of those zombies enhanced with we don't know what eldritch well, power well i mean she did a good job at getting the flask but i suppose it's it's a bit of a different <laughs> i kind of again reach up into the pool and my hand comes out it's a moss covered small owl and i'm like so this is um <clears throat> this is my familiar uh, she she did a good job of getting the flask, and uh, she's very brave. And 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 I, I don't know. Maybe maybe she she could get fly over and drop it off and fly back. Have you sent her out into the battlefield before? A, a few times, mostly to uh, absent-mindedly like rubs at her cheek. Yeah, to del deliver messages and uh, things. And she's she's very she's very good. She's only she's only been caught like. Four times. But, well, this you know, doesn't that... work. I want this brooch back. I don't oh. think that's going to be it, though. No. It's going to be well, just one. I rolled a ten in my history check, by the way. You know that the silver beetle brooch is, um, 
really important to you. And it was a location, and you know it's connected to Adendra, but you can't remember why. You have no idea what the context of that brooch is. You just know that, oh yeah, it was the perfect focus, it makes sense, but you're like, but why? As in, but I know, I know that she gave it to me. I don't. You know that she had it, and then you now have it, and that's why you went, oh, perfect. This makes sense. But the entire context of it is totally missing in your mind. Yeah, I, th I think she's going to take a moment and and then suddenly really look at the brooch. And I think it... This is possibly the first time it occurs to her that she can't remember why she has it. And that is disconcerting. You're okay. Maybe you don't have to put it through the portal if you don't want to lose it, if it's important to you. Mm. I don't think it's going to be a throw it in, oh, it didn't work, retrieve it kind of thing. No. It goes in, it goes in for good. Yeah, sorry. I think I need to speak to Nightshade about it. Mm. Uh, any other thoughts? Theories? It's like Eldritch like dark energy right so it could be I mean I hate to go and point out the obvious but we've got hordes of undead out there it seemed to be uh, enhancing them powering them up somehow but it definitely wasn't Ragnora's energy if, if it was Ragnora's energy I don't know they'd be turning back to living or, or something like that She's all about the healing and the 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 light and the, that sort of thing. I've seen I've seen some of the experiments they tried to replicate. It was not pretty. I suppose you will have. But thinking more that like caused the like. If the negative is trying to connect to whatever's negative causing all of that out there. Can we, uh, is there a window overlooking the portal from, uh, from the, are we in, are we in a tower? On the tower, we're in a building. In a building. We can move to a tower, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah the cavern guard tower and the subterra tower are pretty much, like, directly, um, next to you. Mm -hmm. Or the marshal's tower is literally round the corner. Okay. Um... Is there anything specifically in the Arcanum that were the the like research and books on um, like the situation here um, at all? And what the situation in the context of the wall or something to do? With I think I'd, actually no, scratch that. I think th that's what Nora's mind turns to is uh, okay. I need to speak to um, to Adendra, but also tell me more about the situation here. How long have you been here? What is the deal with all the the hordes of zombies? What is this wall for? Uh, I mean, we've been here for 
centuries now. This has uh, been a persistent problem for a significant portion of time. Um, us, for, ourselves. Forgive me, I, mm. I don't believe that dragonborns tend to live that long. Do you mean mm. you yourself have been here for centuries? No, no, no. I mean us in the much more liberal sense. Uh, I'm with you. No, no. I've I've been here for two, maybe three years. The other two, not not quite that long, I don't believe. A couple of months. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Zimor. Was it how how long did you say you've been here? So I feel I'm not great with short amounts of time. Huh. She's just gonna pull out um, on a on her bronze gauntlet. Just like a, a thin strip of paper and sort of cast a little it's almost like doing a little voice note to yourself on your phone just like <laughs> figure out the maths of how long i thought i was in corazon for and how long it actually was later and then put it away a thought occurs so you say that this um this ragnora draws on positive energy but uh, the undead and certainly the plague would tend to be more negative energy I believe that her power in itself is positive and she was consuming or creating mm. you know, consuming things and imbuing them with positive energy which I drew upon the negative energies of the, the planet that were being drawn out as part of this process and mechanical terms, um, you know, you'd often have a two-pole two situation. You'd have a positive and a negative side. Uh, and certainly in physics, you would have every action would have an opposite and equal reaction. So perhaps something to do with the uh, enormous amounts of positive power that uh, Ragnora's influence is, is controlling. Somehow, opening the portal, you've caused an equal... And obviously, a drastic reaction on this side with the negative. Um, it doesn't necessarily go any way to helping solve it, but uh, perhaps understanding it holds a bit more of the key. Hmm. I have some bad news on that front, I suppose, is that we never came up with a way of stopping Ragnora permanently. Uh, I was working with a team that helped create a device to... Uh, to basically seal the that realm off from her energy from being able to travel to any others. And that was yeah. the best we could manage. And that yet you found mission. a way through. I did. I still can't believe it worked, I'll be honest. Using the opposite energy. So maybe if we found a way to channel uh, an extremely powerful source of positive energy radiant energy mm. she glances at Moira cancel it back out again maybe that can help to start mm. I uh, I don't believe I have anything prepared we'll start kind of it's like little little rolodex of like um, short form names of spells I don't believe I have anything prepared today that will help with that situation Point, there's another knock at the door, Amorous <laughs> dashes out, runs back in with a little thing of beer, and it's like, there you go. 
Thank you very much. Pleasure. Turn to Nora. Are you sure you don't want anything to drink or? Water. We'll be fine. <laughs> Just go fills up from a jug on the side and hands it to you. Thank you. I think you you will, uh, as you hand it over yeah. to her, like, I think as this conversation is going on, she does look knackered. <laughs> yeah, take it inside. And, I mean, you, you, you're here. We, we can, we're starting the process. If you need, if you need to, you know, if you need food, if you need water, if you need a place to lie down, we... You know, I have we... potentially brought terrible evil to this place that is on me. I intend to fix the problem. Very small smile. Well, I joined the club. Um, but we can we can work through this. Uh, we can solve it. Yeah, it's, it's doable. Some of the greatest minds here fighting back evil. And not to be pedantic, but yeah. there was already terrible evil here already. <laughs> so you've added to, not brought up. So I wouldn't worry too much. <laughs> it's like, oh, it happens. Ex exponent exponentially worsened, but not not created. Yeah. I mean, my dad always says that if you're if you're in a bad situation, you're always more likely to make it worse by being tired. That is wise, I suppose. Uh, I I would still like to check in on what the the portal is doing now to see if it's changed any since we've been here. We can take you up to the. <laughs> I hand you a, an item. I'm like, you can look through that. That's going to help you see over long distances. We can we can get you up onto the under the wall if you want, or one of the towers. I think Nora just sort of takes it, looks at it, gives you a nod, hands it back, and then casts <laughs> Arcane Eye. <laughs> Nods. And I'm like, Smart. Okay. <laughs> Got the spell slots. So you know, might as well. Uh, <laughs> Weird way of putting it. <laughs> I'm a strange weird. little creature you are. Strange, strange, strange little lady. Yeah. You've got the spoons. <laughs> got yeah, the magic being... spoons. It's so, it's so good. I'm talking to. So it's like being here is so good for my mental health because I'm really not the weirdest one around. <laughs> I look at you as my mossy owl also looks at you. It's, re it's refreshing, isn't it? I know it is. It's a good thing. I mean it in a good way, really. No, no, no offense taken. I am incredibly odd. Don't worry. Um, yes. So we'll we'll get you. Uh, you can look at the portal. Uh, we'll make sure you get something to eat, sleep. Um, do, is anyone you need to contact? We could. I, I mean, we're in lockdown at the moment, but we could try sending out some messages when to let people know you're back. That is on my to-do list. I, is this place? magically sealed would sending not work from here the i can't well there's there's seals on here but i suppose if you go out on the tower you can get more of a signal just <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, why not you committed to it, so it'd be wrong. I, I like the idea that, that you you know, it's like a Faraday cage of magic, and then you go out and you just like... Which is why Amaris had to keep leaning out of the door to cast, you know, to get things. Um, we'll head up to the tower, I guess. What was, Tom, remind me what your owl's name was. I need to write it down. I, I, nev I didn't say, but... Oh, did you not? Oh, no. okay. Uh, I mean, if you ask... I mean, I'm not asking. I, no. I thought you'd said. 
No. Uh, also, I uh, hate to break into it. Uh, she technically can't say the full name because it's the name of a demon lord, and that's bad news. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> on on the list of demerits for Amaryllis is stop saying that word. So, but the owl, the owl's name is just Mao. You know, that's Mao the owl. Yeah. So, yeah. Good. Uh. Yeah, um, we'll head up to the the tower, send my arcane eye out to get closer to the portal and see what it sees. So, you don't quite make it to the tower. Oh, shit. Great. As you <laughs> step out of the arcanum, and <clears throat> you can hear wailing, and now this is more like sort of calls of warning. Now, the actual fighting itself has slowed down quite significantly at this point. And it's more, it seems, um, sharpshooters picking off small groups, things like that. And it, you can hear, like, the muffled thumps and explosions of the wards going off. And it, it it's almost like the, the hard itself has come to a point where it's more of, like, the, the day-to-day of clearing the wall. Um, um, more sort of simple shambling groups that may appear and attempt to breach the wall, but it's not quite the hard that you were dealing with um, only a couple of minutes ago. It, everything has begun to... Um, but something that has changed is this huge glow that almost um, infiltrates everywhere that's outside, well, inside the cavern, that in this concept is outside of the Arcanum room. Anyway, um, but a call to what of warning shouts of incoming um, duck, watch your head. You can hear these sort of like um, scattered shouts coming across from the wall and a blue haze comes up like a uh, you would recognize it seems to be some form of shield um, and you can see one or two magic casters holding their hands out as smashing into it around 30 foot above the actual wall line, you see these undead, morphed, eldritch creatures smash into the shield wall that's been cast up to smash in, but more breakthrough. In Good, they've learned catapult now. This is all your fault. They saw it and they were like, ah, that's what we need to do. Previously, they just tried like walking at the wall and like just scratching it. Out of the 10 that hit the shield that the um, casters on the wall are holding up, seven break through. And one of them uh, seems to have almost like bulged to double, triple its size, smashes into the siege. Um, machine right in front of you and the rest basically slam into the floor and it's that classic like slop as they hit the floor um, and you're like, that ultimate like ooh, and then you realise they're undead so I guess you probably won't feel as bad about it but they all begin to stand the energy in parallel to the portal energy begins to crackle between their fingers. Their eyes begin to crackle. And I'd like everybody to roll initiative. Ah! Ah! Mm-hmm. 
Um, no, good. Okay. Not twenty. Nineteen. Four. We'll start with Amaryllis. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> just go. Ah, oh. ah, oh, biscuits. Okay. Um, <laughs> just again, so like pauses, flips open, like pulls a tome from like he has a little holster aside and pulls open a book and be like, what's a what's a good one to start with? Oh, um, sorry. What was your initiative? <laughs> oh, uh, I said uh, dirty twenty. Oh, dirty twenty. I did not hear you. I do apologize. Zarius. Four. Four. Mm hmm. Two plus two. Nora. Dirty 20. What's your dirty 20? Plus three. Then that's you. Yeah. I've got plus one. But I love that um, you're flicking through your spellbook anyway. Yeah, no, Moira. Just... <laughs> uh, 19. And a 19 from Moira. 2019. So, <laughs> first off, I'm going to give you the context of. The battlefield. Now you are welcome. So the the furthest, the the one the furthest. There's two um, siege weapons in this courtyard that you're in currently, as you've just exited towards the Subterra Tower staircase. Um, to your north is the Shadow Peak Tower, um, and directly in front of you is the Dusk Forge Depths. Um, which is the large forge. Um, surrounding sort of in a semicircle, you would be sort of around the entranceway to the Arcanum, and they've basically created a semicircle in this courtyard with their backs towards the Subterra Tower and the Shadow Beak Tower. Um, just to give you a bit of context of where they are, I'd say they are um, they are maximum the furthest away would be 50 foot and the closest would be 30. Um, and there's seven creatures. Dr. Alev Nora Durani. Yeah. It is your turn. Okay. Uh, just double check in. Okay, I and you said there's seven of them. Yes. Great. Uh, I will cast. Uh, oh, uh, sorry, just double checking this other thing doesn't require concentration. Don't think it does. Um, no, it's not concentration. Great. Okay, I can do that later. I'm going to cast slow on six of them. Very clever. Yes. So, um, for just a little more con context, there is two very oversized, they're the ones that have tripled in size, and then you've got um, two, five, five sort of um, humanoid size, still of medium, but the uh, two large ones would be classed as large, okay, just for cool. the context of any spells or anything like that. That's fine. Um... I, yeah, I I will. I guess I'm going to try for the biggest ones as well, um, yep. and then uh, and then four of the smaller ones. Can they all please make a wisdom saving throw? Um, as she pulls uh, a strip of paper out of her um, gauntlet, and it um, it sort of uh, flicks in the air, and 
almost forms a, a circle like the shape of a clock um uh, like a, a stopwatch ticking 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 and then just sort of like it like it's slowing down um and then kind of pings out and hits these six targets it's very cool okay what um what do i need to meet uh 17 17 we have one fail on a small one and then we have one of the large ones fail Small one again, fail. 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 One more. One more. Fail. Great. All five. Six. Six. <laughs> fail. Love As this, this of slowed magic creates it's massively effectful. Effective. There we go. Any bonus actions or movement? Any specific places you'd like to be? I'd like to hide in the tower where I can still see what's going on, but I'm not a frontliner by any means. Um, that seems smart. Yeah. Uh, so just to clarify, they uh, minus two to their AC and deck saving throws. They can't react. They can either use an action or a bonus action, not both. Yeah. Um, uh, there's other stuff as well, but I'll check that in a second. And as a bonus action, I don't think I can do anything in this moment. So I'm just going to hide. Perfect. Amaryllis. <laughs> Amaryllis, who started looking through the book and turned to a page, and then the page turned back. And she's like, no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> flicks through, flips out, and she's like, <laughs> slightly slaps at the book. It's like, come on. Anyway, um, <laughs> then looks up and is like, oh, well, it's slowed. That's, that's, a, that's a good spell. Um, okay. Uh, going to doing spells isn't gonna doing damage isn't gonna break slow, right? That isn't one of those. I don't My believe concentration. it does. Uh, always good to check. It's a bit like on turn undead, where you're like, no, my entire plan. Um, okay, I can. Yes, I'm going to cast. Uh, also, Mike, it's not too meth because I think she does it every day. I cast uh, mage armor on myself when I get up. You know, that's knowing yeah. that there's a bad oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. assumed I did that as well, if that's okay. <laughs> yep, housekeeping stuff like that, as long as you mark the spells. I yep, burnt, burnt the spell. Um, also, uh, Mao has taken off and is, is going to the top of the tower and then just like, <laughs> just like, just like, I said, Have fun! <laughs> best of luck! <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Magic missile. I think I'm going to do at second level. So that's uh, four? that's four four darts. Um, yeah, uh, and let's. Yes. So I'm trying to uh, basically trying to hit four down front. So yeah, you want to you don't want to focus down on one. You want to split each dart. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, just enough yeah, to cool. do a bit of. Do Would you like to focus on the two large ones and then two small ones, or four small ones, or a mixture? Let's let's say for the four small ones, just as a sort of four small to, ones. Cool. To start drawing blood. Also, maybe the big ones will just leave me alone. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so cast that, and that's okay. Uh, so, uh, five. So, yes, those do. 
Five. Five. Yeah. So five to each. Do I keep, keep no, yeah, you roll individually. So first yeah. uh so that's five, that's three, that's two, and that is five again. Yeah. Good start. How does uh, your magic missile look with Alaric? <laughs> um It's She's trying to make it like look fiery, but there is a sort of purplish like Nora having picked up on the magic, you know, sort of like going, yeah, there's there's a, there's a hint of the grave about this this very excitable young lady. But yeah, so there's it's there's red but also like purple to the to the magic missile as it impacts. Pew pew That's also how it's cast. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Oh, oh, sorry, any bonus action? No, no I, I don't think there is. Perfect. Um, as I see, are there any of our soldiers in the mix injured or unconscious? Currently, no. Uh, the soldiers have their... I'm giving the soldiers their own initiative. Um, it just so happens they rolled horrifically bad. That's fine. I don't need to worry about them yet, then. Fantastic. It's going to... I knew you were a cleric, so you were on about looking after them, but you said that so threateningly. <laughs> the thing is, if they get themselves injured, it just... They're stupid and they need to stop it. <laughs> anyway, not as serious, and then just going to get my whip out in one hand, holster my shield with the other, and just run straight at the zombies. <laughs> what are you going for? One of the absolutely huge ones or one of the small All ones? Double spirit guardians is what I'm going for. Okay. <laughs> I'm just and they away. take that damage on the start of their turn in initiative. Yeah. So I'm just kind of gonna go and just get myself in the middle. I'm kind of seeing which ones Nora's axe kind of done with the slow, which ones might be a little bit more injured from the magic missile, so I'm kind of going to go and aim there in that cluster. What's the uh, the range of the um, circle? It is. Just remind me. A number that I can tell you. Uh, 15 feet around me. that would be like that's quite a wide diameter isn't it 15 foot radius or 15 foot diameter 15 fifth each so i can't diameter. do math which that is would terrible. be quite a large area uh for the yeah because that would be 30 wide it's, it's 30 foot from side to side of yeah. them so that would be, yeah, that's yeah, quite that's an extensive area. I think with a bit of clever positioning, which I'd assume you would do, you would be able to get everybody at this point. Yeah. Awesome. With the way they're clustered into this courtyard. Um, the geography will certainly benefit you at this point. Just picturing us all at the back going, little to the left. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just edge it, just edge it. <laughs> there we go. 
I am working with they can't take reaction, so I'm just kind of like... There's literally nothing bar two of them can do. Uh, one of them, sorry. <laughs> and I placed the one that can't do anything right at the back, because I'd assume you'd target the ones that you can see the closest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Brilliant. So it is now... The start of the turn. Roll me a spirit guardian damage, please. Cool. I, I have this and I can do things. We love to hear the sound. It is. Oh. I, I rolled kind of shit on some of them. So that's 15 total. Very good. Of, yeah. 15 radiant damage. Very good turn. It's going to, um, I guess, call and response. You, it's going to shuffle its way forward and it almost like flexes its muscles and this like energy bursts out and it just goes in straight with its fist um to just such it's attempting to just slam straight down onto your chest uh that's a 24 to hit that does hit Uh, oh, hold, hold fire, hold fire. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna. Could it please re-roll? Um, yep. I'm gonna use my coronal shift as a reaction. Uh, it works like silvery barbs, except I can't give someone else advantage afterwards. That uh, makes it a twelve. Does not hit. Twelve does not hit. That is the end of its turn. It is now one of the big ones. Roll your spirit guardians. Oh, that is so much better. Okay. 19. Oh, massive. I love that spell so much. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, can you clarify the damage type as well, please? Uh, radiant. Radiant, perfect. Thank you. I am I actually a good person. <laughs> That's you can. That's a running theme for this campaign. <laughs> you are noticing, um, and I should have said it before, that the damage you are doing seems to be particularly effective. Mm. It is then going to, again, at this point, um, this big one comes over, um, but it's dragging um, like a petrified piece of log. Um, but you can see the the arcane, eh, sorry, the eldritch energy that's crackling around it seems to almost pass onto the petrified wood. It's going to swing down to attempt to swing on top of your head. Or a 16 to hit. Misses. It's gonna block with my shield. It will then try again. It to can't. Smash. It can only make one one attack. 
Of course, it is one of these, not the one at the very end. And that's one of our big boys. Well, big, big things. Big boy. That ends its turn. Spirit Guardians, again. Woo! Woo! Okay, that is 15. It, uh, these spirit guardians are just ripping them to pieces at this point. Just absolutely, it's like someone's just got a chainsaw and just, just cutting them, cutting them to pieces each time. Um, it is now Falia's turn. Um, she's going to pop her face out, um, almost like directly just behind Nora, seeming to be smart enough not to leave the eye. <laughs> squishy. Um, and she sort of turns and grabs a staff off the table that was on the table and pulls it across and aims it around the corner um, and casts Fireball from the staff. Which saving throw wise do they have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws on slow? I cannot can't remember uh minus two penalty minus two <laughs> okay that makes it minus four just for a mini insight <laughs> no no all of them fail great that's 24 damage as a huge blast blows um, the front. Um, in fact, she gets the wall, so I guess I'd roll for the. She and Evoca? Is, is Moira okay? Uh, Moira's going to have to make a dexterity save. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> what are you doing? She is our main point of attack and defense here. She's not She's... one of them. We keep having this conversation. Seeing uh, that you have to make a um, a saving throw, I'm going to use my flash of genius reaction to add five to Moira's. Before you tell us what it was, you can see like a a sort of immediate glance of guilt, um, like. That potentially wasn't what she was planning on doing, but okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. I think that would have helped. So, plus my decks plus the genius. That's twenty-two. Oof. Oh, fantastic! You pass. Um, so you would take twelve fire damage. Cool. Let's do it. Con save now for my concentration. Oh. <laughs> Both isn't horrific to hit, to be fair. Oh, yeah, no, I'm solid. I'm solid on that one. Awesome. Um, I should say, Mike, the um, the the beasties that were slowed get to do the wisdom save again at the end of their turn. So actually, the few that were hit by the fireball that failed their deck saving throws, you should uh, give them a wisdom save um, first, because if any of them pass, then they'll get plus two to their deck save. I don't know if it makes a difference. No, that's a treat. <laughs> they still have minus four, and that was 
They are still slowed. <laughs> okay, great. Although, frustrating, luckily, <laughs> Myra um, takes the minimal, well, not zero, but close to minimal damage you could. Um, one of the big um, um, undead eldritch creature sort of burns up and you watch the uh, um, eldritch energy sort of almost like like a worm writhe away from it and return back to the portal. Okay. Uh, one down. Hmm. Six to go. Zarius. Zarius potent one. Mm-hmm. What would you uh, like to... I think seeing as most people have removed themselves from imminent danger, I'm not going to... I was wondering about an aid or a bless or something, but um, no, I think I'll just rip into them and start punching the shit. Nice. Um, <laughs> Punch it. Punch so... It. For, to help you prioritize, you've got two that mm-hmm. are looking like particularly ripped to pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another four, include one, including the massive one that isn't slowed, um, that look relatively healthy still. Wait, uh, yeah, I will wade in and start decking them. Um, so, uh, as a bonus action, I would like to um, activate my uh, radiant thunder gauntlets. Um, Very nice. I don't know whether I have to activate them, um, but I ha- I have a reaction which involves then blinding things, so I'm guessing it has to be turned on. Um, so yeah, literally just kind of... I, th- I think the reason he's gone last is because he's spent so long trying to just, okay, right, shit, do that, right, shield, <laughs> plugs into arm, cool. Um, so yeah, uh, I and literally I'm just going to wade in and I'm going to punch things twice. Uh, so... I mean, it's a 14. Uh, to hit. To hit, yeah. That absolutely hits. Are you oh, going good. for one of the wounded ones or are you going for the not-so-hurt ones? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pick on the weak ones. Um, sweet. So, yeah, that is... Um, 11 points of thunder damage. And... Uh, Wrong start. And a creature hit by the gauntlet has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets other than me until the start of my next turn. Just so. keep packing these debuffs. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, as the armor magically emits a distracting pulse when it attacks someone else. So, yeah, I just thud it and the, the kind of thunder energy starts kind of reverberating around their heads. Um, so that's one of them. I'm going to punch the other one. Even though this one's not gone down, down, I'm going to punch the yep. other one. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm roll. I haven't rolled anything over over a ten, but my modifier is plus uh, ten, so that's a seventeen. Yep, that certainly hits. Cool. Uh, max damage fourteen thunder damage and disadvantage if not attacking me. Um, and yeah, shield at the ready as well. So I just come on then. Very good turn. So. It is now the soldier's turn. Yeah. Odendra appears on the wall alongside a group that have sort of turned, some with crossbows, some with sort of uh, bows and arrows. And you can also see on the tower um, to the north, 
another group of soldiers sort of turn. Um, Odendra sort of calls out to your minds um, instead of sort of shouting over the sort of the fighting and the calling and the the horns that are being blown that we've been uh, that you've been um, breached. Breached, I guess. Yeah, that would be a great word. Um, Odendra says, "Do you want something to test, or are we wiping these from the face of the cavern?" A test subject would be good. Okay, and that's where we'll leave our first episode. Oh, thank you for watching. Uh, <laughs> th this is this has been. Uh, to Ronnie's echo, we're going to be on Monday, so the next three Monday nights, uh, 6 till 9pm GMT on Tuesdays. We've got The Wreckage of Mithra Noor, uh, which is great. It's one of our old classic shows. You can watch that from 6 to 9pm GMT. On Fridays, we've got Tom's Blades in the Dark show running for how many weeks, Tom? Uh, that's a very good question, depending on how much it gets cut up by. Uh, we're probably got, we're running for probably about 12, so... <laughs> Uh, who knows? What is time? I don't know. What is time? I've ruined Nat's excellent <laughs> run. <laughs> and and we, we also have stuff on YouTube. You should watch it. And also, thank you to our D20 Club. They're amazing. You can donate and join them if you want to. There'll be links in chat. You can find us everywhere under Roll Together RPG uh, on the socials and the TikToks and, and, and all of that and the podcasts. Uh, and I think that's it. Probably. <laughs> This is, the table. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> champions. Perfect. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Professional. Okay.